<laughs> the first ever episode of your father's favorite pod movie podcast. <laughs> your father's out, favorite though. podcast. Go ahead, uh, Kai. Uh, Kai, are you going to host? Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is your father's favorite movies. It's the podcast where we give a fresh generational perspective to movies that your dad probably thought was pretty cool back in the day. Uh, today, we are joined by uh, myself, Kai Holland, Jake Tormina, Chase Crawford, and two new uh, guests, Roxanne and Rachel. Um, the movie we're watching is The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Rachel Weiss, directed by Steven Summers. Uh, we have a first-time viewer. Rachel, what did you think of the movie? I did not like that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not like that movie. I just... There's other... There's better old movies. <laughs> like what? I mean... <laughs> old movies. This is actually the, the most recent movie we've ever covered. What year is what? it? 1999. Yeah, and, uh, I actually had a, a different intro written out, if I can just yeah, go jump for it. into it. Uh, welcome to a special episode of your father's favorite movies entitled Our Favorite Movies, where we give you a stale perspective on a movie everybody is already familiar with. <laughs> Except for me. Um, <laughs> not Rachel. Yeah, Chase was kind of uh, He's so resistant to this movie. We, we kind of had to fight him on it because if I can speak for you, sure. you don't believe this is your father. It's, it's not a father's favorite movie. This is a family right. adventure movie. No, no, this is... The only way I would have seen this in my house is my dad, a hundred percent. Well, Chase okay. was 10, 20 I'm back years on older Rachel's than the rest team. of us. <laughs> yeah, it's, see, whereas like I feel like my dad would, he'd be like the mummy. Like I, I don't know, I feel like I took you guys to that just because you were kids and you wanted to see it. Like uh. my dad would never go. You didn't think that was scary for a child? Well, no, I did. I, I certainly did. So that sounds like something only a dad would take you to. Like your mom would be like, you shouldn't have taken the kids. I'm, but uh, this is a family movie. I feel like my mom went too. I got a. I, well, I, w I want to get to Roxanne because she's the one who shows the movie, but I have to... So I was shown this movie by my dad and not because I wanted to see it because this was... I think... I'm not exaggerating. This is the most traumatic movie experience that I've ever had as a kid because I was seven. We saw it on VHS. The Scarab Beatles, I had to run out of the room and my dad and my uncle were laughing and they're like, this is just a movie. And it was just like... It, it's uh, it's one of those movies where you feel like the main characters are so powerless because the the evil of this villain is just so, uh, yeah, it's just. You and know, then they the, really put the scare. Yeah, in scarab. I. <laughs> um, Kai, I think you have some trauma. No, I, I remember also <laughs> seeing this in theaters, and um, and same kind of deal. I was pretty young, so ninety eight. I would have been eight years old. Yeah. And and I was like, you know, eight years old is like, you're like a tough little kid now, you know. You're like, I can handle this. I can I'm see this scary, scary movie. <laughs> and my parents were like, yeah, you probably are going to annoy the shit out of us for the next week. But yeah, sure, let's go see it. <laughs> and sure enough, I was terrified of those scarab beetles. I was like, so the gonna, they're going to come up on me. They're going to crawl yeah. under my skin. If you feel yeah. anything in bed at night, it is those scarab beetles now. Oh, that's all I ever feel in bed. Is that literally <laughs> what they're called? I don't think I've, I've never known what they're called. Yes, yeah. just beetles. Scarab beetles. Uh, Roxanne, you were the one who basically insisted on this movie. Yeah, why, I love why, this movie. Why do you love this movie so much? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think because when I was a kid, I watched it so much because my younger brother did, and I don't know if I wasn't as afraid of it because I think my friends really hyped it up as, oh my gosh, have you seen this movie? Blah blah. blah. And then I watched it, and I was like. Okay, and my brother, who's four and a half years younger than me, was like, 
can I watch this every day? <laughs> and he did. And then proceeded to have nightmares about these Beatles. And my mom was like, okay, you're done watching it. He's like, no, but I really want to watch it. And then he kept watching it. And that is my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, the Beatles. I have a very similar <laughs> story with my Beatles. little sister, <laughs> uh, except it wasn't The Mummy. It was Leprechaun. No, hey. just yeah. no. So my <laughs> sister saw like five minutes of Leprechaun when she was like four or five, and it traumatized her entire childhood. Oh. Jennifer Aniston was in that. I well, think. I don't know what Leprechaun is. Yeah, a very terrifying looking. Oh, nice, Kai. See, finally a movie that you also haven't seen. Ooh, Leprechaun's next week. <laughs> is that in the? Can we do Leprechaun Five? Back <laughs> to the hood. Skip the first four. <laughs> You guys should do things killing. Have you seen that? Oh, <laughs> you know, I had to stop after like five it's minutes. It's so bad. There was too much anal. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> the like the turkey literally like fucks a girl. It's uh, weird. <laughs> um, wait, no, what I'm movie thinking you of Poultry Geist. Thanks killing. Oh, poultry Geist. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of Poultry Geist. Thanks killing is much more tame. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's let's round it back. Yeah, to let's the mummy. move on to the mummy. All right. So uh, the origins of this movie began in 1932 when Universal released the original Mummy. Um, in the early 90s, uh, a couple producers wanted to remake the movie for a modern era. Uh, so green, uh, Universal greenlit the movie in 1992, and then it passed through eight different directors until it finally got to 1999. Universal was really struggling this year because they had just had a series of flops uh, specifically, the Babe sequel, for some reason, was a huge flop, and the studio was really oh. desperate for a big hit. Um, Rachel, or, uh, Roxanne had a big uh, reaction to that. I didn't even <laughs> know they made a Babe sequel. Oh, wow. yeah. See, this is, this is, that's a, that's a great again. testament to how badly this movie failed, because they put... They, I loved Babe. They, loved everyone Pig. knows the original Babe. Yeah. And they okay. poured all this money. It's called Babes. Well, not not everybody <laughs> knows the original movie, because... I, I was at a bar. I'm, I'm in my 30s. I was at a bar, and there was this girl who was clearly in her 20s. And I can't remember exactly what was said, but I remember I made the reference to Babe, and I said, uh, uh, that'll do, pig. And she was like, you just call me a pig? Oh, my God. You got to like, gauge that risk when you say that. But I like, I, I literally, it just wasn't even, I was like, oh, everybody's seen that I movie. had that that'll exact do, experience, pig. Chase. <laughs> I had that, literally I did. No, you didn't. She was my girlfriend at the time. And I it's said, that'll do, pig. And she's like, oh, wow. why would you call me that? And I was like, it's from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek nice references. Save. Nice save. Shrek references. They said, that'll do, donkey. It'll do. Uh, yeah. uh, that is. That'll save you. If I was that at a bar, a I would not mind. get that reference. Okay, but if it was donkey, I've yeah, that makes a lot more oh, sense. But I said but pig. pig. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm learning a little bit more about you, Rachel, every moment, you know. Uh, That'll do. Pig. Rachel overthinks a lot of things. We're gonna learn that in this. Well, and she hasn't seen like a ton of movies. I know. I have oh, seen. Oh, I have no, seen no. Babe, and you, I would uh, not get that reference. So Rachel hasn't seen The Mummy, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, Three Hundred. Three Hundred. No, I've seen Jurassic Park. Jurassic did, Park yeah, gave yeah. me nightmares. So you haven't Babe seen The Matrix. Failed, and they were like, she we need just to saw save the Matrix, Babe right? Two oh. with The Mummy. Uh. So Babe Two came out. It was supposed to be this big hit. It totally flopped. Every movie of Universal's in 1998 flopped. They changed their entire uh, chair, their 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 uh, management, and they were set on finding a movie that they could turn into a mega hit. And they had previously greenlit this small budget horror reboot of the Mummy franchise. Uh, and then in walks Stephen Sommers, um, action director, 
and he has this new vision for the movie, which is set in the 1920s, make it an Indiana Jones swashbuckling adventure, uh, and use CGI to the advantage of the movie. So it's no longer this guy walking around with bandages, but this is this uh, you know fast, scary mummy that can transform into a sandstorm, and and um, the studio executives bought it and. They increased the budget from $15 million to $80 million. Wow. That's a big upgrade. And then the movie was greenlit. That's uh, that's $65 million difference. That was good math. Thank you. Fast. <laughs> yes. Great. So should we, uh, should we break down the kill count? Yeah, it was hard to keep track of kill count. There were a lot of deaths. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of deaths, and when they hit, it's when it rains, it pulls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, bam, 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 bam. And you're like, uh, eight? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. We'll Maybe it, 20, who knows? We'll call it an even dozen. <laughs> yeah. Was literally said while they we were They were not the following kills. bullet counts for sure. People oh, were yeah. just dying. There was Those no, like, Those revolvers six... had, had a lot of ammo <laughs> yeah. in them. Well, they did try because there's a moment where uh, Brendan Fraser is reloading mm-hmm. both of his revolvers, and he, like, reloads one, and he puts it in his pocket, and he's doing the second one, and he's getting shot at, and... Uh, Evie, she like grabs him and like pulls him over like six inches, and there's like two bullet holes that go in. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that and was he's a like, oh, moment. and then he's got both of his revolvers ready to go, and he like pulls the second one out, and, he's mm-hmm. and then he knocks out. Like, she saved his know. life. That would have been the end of the movie. He wastes like eight <laughs> rounds there, but he kills like four guys. So. Yeah, I I was trying to keep track of kill count for the first. This is my first time doing it, and it just became so hard because some of the early scenes, there's like there's a whole war. Uh, scene <laughs> and there's like like literally over 50 guys get killed in like the first 10 minutes of the movie well, there's and, and of if we yeah. mentioned yeah. uh, earlier in the group chat Kai was like hey Chase Jake's n- he's not gonna be there for the beginning of the movie can you <laughs> keep track of kill count and I was like honestly I'm gonna be really bad at that I've avoided that role this whole time like I just I, I'm not gonna be good at yeah. keeping track of that and Kai was like fuck that's exactly how I feel about it <laughs> whatever I'll just do it <laughs> Um, and then as soon as Jake showed up, he's like, oh, we're at 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were high. Well, you didn't even count the we, first yeah, we, battle. We couldn't. We couldn't count the first battle. We call that many. just an even 50? What do we call that? Uh, Chase said he saw somewhere online it was 60 deaths. Did, did we look it up? You, I don't know. This may be what, one of those kill counts we have to look up after we air the episode and there was yeah, a lot confirm it later. Projected kill yeah. count. I'm going to guess projected <laughs> kill count is over 100. Yeah. Oh, oh, I yeah. think like yeah, I yeah. feel like it was like, O- over a couple hundred. That so, first scene was so like three thousand. Maybe we should take Yeah, let's do guesstimates. I'm gonna I'm gonna say overall one thirty is my my guess. On so s- on screen. Do you remember what Commando was? It was like a little less than a hundred, right? I thought it was a little more than a hundred. Okay. But you guys can confirm this because like other people have taken the time to fully count this. Oh yeah. 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 Thank Lots God. That's, that's <laughs> Internet for the win. Um, I'll say yeah, I'll say like one ten. Um, Are we talking about totally or in that first? Total? No, I'm yeah, gonna th- say three throughout the movie. Twenty-eight. Holy, three twenty-eight. Wow, Rachel. I like what is this? Expendables two. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say two twenty-one. <laughs> okay, well I have the number, so I'm not. Even oh, gonna... what is it? Are you gonna tell? Wait, me? Did, no. Did, did everyone guess? guess? Oh, yeah. you want no, me no, to break it down. No, no, go for it. Okay, well, well, so when I came in, what were you at? I just have the first thirty minutes, and there's like three question marks next to these numbers. I like uh, the, so soldiers in the battle sixty sure sixty <laughs> uh, priests yeah. five to six okay but then like later there's more than but six priests that screen, come so we can call it but six. we don't know that those were priests and then we have later. seven guards in the the boat raid 
Yeah. Or seven. And then after boat race, yeah, that was definitely a guess because a lot of them jumped to safety at shore. I counted seven boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them got safe. Yeah. So we've got sixty-seven plus five, seventy-two plus what I've got here is thirty to the end. It was it was a slower second half. So we got a total of one hundred and two deaths. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can, that's we can, our count. Are you looking it up, the, Rachel? The Jake count, not the internet what do you, count. What do you right? have? That's the Jake count plus the chase question mark, question mark, question mark count. I looked it up. According to this YouTube video that goes very in-depth, 170. Did they, did they count off-screen deaths? No, I think no, they counted I, the war. I searched on screen. The, the battles. The, the battles between the French and the... Something I just looked it up. I can't remember. The French and the... The French and Indian something. War. Yeah. Oh, the initial Humminopter <laughs> when uh, mm-hmm. Brandon Fraser's trying to escape. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what yeah. like everyone died. There, well, yeah, there was no, a that, lot there. Yeah. yeah, but it's 170. It's That's the Arabs and the French Foreign Legion. I wonder if they counted any during that uh, road rage That's moment. what they are. Mm-hmm. That That's we didn't what count. That's what he's saying mm-hmm. it in French when he gives the command in the very beginning. Huh, we were huh. talking about how in this movie, like, there's a lot of different languages that are sort of like scantily used. Oh yeah, and. Uh, and Jake was like, yeah, without uh, subtitles, I'd just be like, Egyptian? <laughs> <laughs> I just figured it was just one language that was... Universal. It was non-American. <laughs> that was the language being spoken. They weren't speaking Californian. They weren't speaking American. Not Western. Yeah. Um, well, but but and the movie plays into those tropes. So Yeah, so exactly. Totally. The Americans are idiots. It's like, n- yeah, the Americans are idiots, and mm-hmm. everybody else is... Except for Frazier. Covered in Except for Frazier, because he's been through guy. it all. Yeah. So it's yeah. not just that the Americans are idiots; it's that everybody else is literally non-American and doesn't need to be in the movie. Like was it was the very writer strange. American? Yeah, the, who wrote it? Uh, Steven Summers, the director. But it was it, it also got a story credit from two other guys, which probably means that they wrote the screenplay, then he adopted it and got the credit. So but. what? What national? Was everyone American? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> all, it was all American like, white guys that wrote the screenplay. Make Classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Egypt. Well, and they Pharaohs. clearly use a lot of like white and English actors to portray a bunch of different yeah. races throughout the movie. They I mean colonialism is like spread throughout this whole movie. Yeah, um, which is accurate for the time. I was going right. to say, I was going to say, yeah, which is well, the twenties. But <laughs> well, and it's interesting too because they like they pretty much treat Egypt like a playground. They're like, oh, oh yeah. like uh, if you get there first, like we got here first, we're gonna get the gold, and then she squeezes his bicep. She's like. It's uh, we can uh, we can dig in other places. <laughs> well, that's the thing that the it's movie like they have no respect, said. just no respect. Movie producers have the same. They were like, let's put it in Egypt. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> there's like fucking sand. Well, where else would you put we the can money? Put yeah, where in else it? would you put the money? <laughs> you wouldn't. So, but but uh, how how, oh. how confident do you guys feel that this movie was filmed in Egypt? It's probably filmed in Utah. <laughs> well, based on the way that you phrased the question, yeah. I'll say yeah. not confident anymore. Less confident. Now. Were there zero shots in Egypt? I thought yeah. there was something. Objection. Leading question. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, in for in the late '90s, Egypt was going through a lot of political um, turmoil. Term. That's a good word for that sentence. And, uh, <laughs> he was going to say shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, they actually filmed the uh, the exterior uh, Egypt shots in morocco they spent six weeks there oh wow um, so they're still abroad yeah. yeah everyone in the cast had a insurance policy taken out in the case that they were kidnapped <laughs> that's terrifying did anybody have to use it uh no 
But the no, main actors the had a $1 million insurance policy, and then, like, the, the smaller actors, like Benny, only had $50,000. Benny only deserves $50,000. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whoa, I don't know about That's that. So much Benny's less. a person, too. Benny was integral um, to the plot of his, that movie. <laughs> yeah, he, I love Benny. Yeah. You loved Benny? Guy, okay, but, but how? His no. Character, it was. It added so much to the movie. The one so person funny. who should have had the highest kidnapping one was definitely the pilot. Oh, Winston. He, he should have had like favorite character. He had yeah. 50K. <laughs> I won yeah. salute oh, Winston. Yeah, Winston probably Tragic. made the most money out of anybody. Well, if he had been kidnapped, though, he should have had the like $3 million policy. Oh, he probably did. Higher yeah. than Brendan Fraser. Yeah, probably. He's I, a national treasure. No, fun <laughs> fact, he <laughs> was played by actual UK. Winston Churchill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that supposed to, that's that's supposed to be. Uh, Since we're talking about favorite characters, I have a question for everybody. Who is the most attractive uh, person in the movie? Winston. I've got some nominees. <laughs> we could we could add Winston in there. What is it? Uh, the mustache. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Rachel Weiss. Mm. Uh, An Anaxina Moon. The oh, is that the, the, the live the, version no, or the, the dead version? Well, probably the live version. I mean, I don't know. Chase either it. or. Yeah, like, exactly. Whatever floats your boat. Um, the mummy. No. Rachel's favorite. Um, we already know. The blonde cowboy guy. Oof. Ooh. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Jamie Lannister was pretty hot. <laughs> or the um like the the Arab guy with tattoos on his face. <laughs> so oh, every oh. rapper right now. No, no, no. <laughs> don't even have We're talking about the magic. You're gonna leader. make this list and not have horseback? that guy's name yeah, on that it. Guy was hot. Wait, what's his name? I was trying to ask. <laughs> Who, what was his character's name? He's, I don't know. I don't know. His name was mysterious. I was like, I need gentleman. to look this up. He's know. like the leader of the of the magi who are the magi, uh, like the 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 priests' servants, I guess, or not the priests' servants, the uh, pharaohs. Pharaohs bodyguards. Okay. Yeah. Leader Secret. of the magi, and they and they've been protecting. Bay. They've been protecting the Bay. secret of Hymenoptera for three thousand oh, years. Oh, that's a bad picture. Yeah. Yeah. And I the mean, fucking Americans ruined it. Look at Brendan Fraser's picture. And then Americans took the face tattoo and made it a thing, Post Malone. Mm -hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah, so we're only Malone, more like post-Egypt. Post so we're only judging <laughs> this based on how they appeared in The Mummy in 1999. Who, who is the most attractive? Is this being posed only to us, or are you no, guys no, no. answering? Everybody. Okay. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Magi guy. Yeah, dark, I, I, dark, I'm between thick, him long, and uh, Jamie Lannister. He was very alluring. I'm going to uh, play it. I was going to say straight, and then <laughs> I thought that might be a bad idea, but I'm going to play it straight and pick Rachel Wise. Even with those eyebrows? Wise. Because she's wise. What was Get wrong it? with He's the like, eyebrows? They were long, mm -hmm. long lines. You didn't notice? She had long I lines. I never just noticed like, her eyebrows before you guys the watched the movie. The way they were trimmed was like not how Ideal. you do it now. And also, despite the fact that she kind of you know broke the world, she was also the hero of the whole movie. Because right? she had to fix her mistake. Well, yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. There wouldn't have been a movie without her. But is is, is she really a hero? I mean, she's just a librarian. But if she, she wasn't there reading the Schmiel, a science degree. she read the Schmiel. Brendan Fraser's just shooting the guns. Uh, she read the thing that woke up the bad guy. Exactly. I know, but but then we wouldn't have and the movie. And her brother read the stuff. Right. That Not only is she the solution, for everything bad that she happens. is the uh, thing that let us have a movie. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting that the yeah. only yeah. woman in this movie was. 100% oh, the problem. Literally the only. Well, except wow. for the, the mummy. <laughs> Your words. What do women mind. know? And solution. 
Yes, yes. I mean, she also was the one that made them stay and fix the problem. And she wasn't That's the only true. woman. They just there was only two women throughout three thousand years. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the other <laughs> woman was evil and trying to kill this woman. So they have a lot of good. Well, she it's honestly is, uh, what's real life when you're a, a woman. While, yes. Everyone's just trying to kill you. My yeah. choice is Anoxin. They never get along. Oh, yeah, that woman was really pretty. Who was yeah. your choice? Well, Anoxin. Anoxin Moon. Just Wait, dead or alive? Oh, alive. The, okay. the opening shot of the prologue where she's in like like oh, 90% body no, paint. No, she's so hot. Are we going just Jeez, on Louise. the the figure? What are, what are we going <laughs> I mean, here? You couldn't really see Rachel's figure, though, you know? Oh, she didn't have time yeah, to I shine. Could, I could in the second one, in you it. can see it. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? They do a fight. Every time together. you say Rachel, I think you're talking about me. And I'm like, Rachel <laughs> spelled differently. <laughs> you can't really see Rachel. Look at Rachel's <laughs> figure. <laughs> Not sorry, Luke. Uh, Don't look. <laughs> Brendan uh, Fraser is the hottest no. in this. Hey. No. I support yeah, I'm, that. I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm glad really someone am. shows it. Somebody's yeah. got to look out for someone. Brendan. Roxanne loves Brendan Fraser. And this, yeah, loves and him. He, yeah. he really is. He's a good uh, Rachel. You're not in the Brendan Fraser nope. verse. You know what, Brendan Fraser, um, George of the Jungle, pretty cute. Yeah, man, he had some abs. You rewatch it you now, yeah. older, and you're like, wow, you're really hot. But you don't really think about that when you're just like, well, he looks like an idiot because he's yeah. such a compassionate. And in this movie too, like this is one of the only action movie romances that I can get behind. There's always an action movie romance, and you're like, these two would not fucking kiss right now. And in this movie, you're like, oh, he's such a nice guy. Are you sure you don't want to choose him? I'll choose Brendan Fraser. I'll, I'll move over. Okay. I mean, really? You're going from it, the hot, naked woman to yeah. Brendan Fraser? It's tough, it's tough for me it because they both, they both contribute a lot to the relationship. She yeah. literally saves him like from the bullets the like in Act no. 1, like at the beginning of the, the movie. The brains and the bronze. So I think what we just figured out is that there's just a lot of beautiful people in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah there's a long list, actually. Yeah. And, there's the, a, and there's, there's a beautiful a relationship. I mean, nobody even mentioned Benny. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> mustache. <laughs> oh, my God, the Benny. mustache. The pencil mustache. Like, th- nobody does that nowadays. Nobody's doing that. No, that was definitely oh a 1920s. I'm tempted I just to try and bring uh, it back. Benedict Arnold. Okay. Do you think Benny's named after Benedict Arnold? Mm. No, he's Hungarian. The traitor. Yeah, but he's the trait. Okay, yeah. so, but okay. The only reason that we think that he's Hungarian is because of the subtitle. Exactly. He <laughs> is every language. No, though. He, I mean, he's got a like a he's Jewish, Russian-esque he's a- accent. But but the fact the that Buddha. they're already yeah. kind of messing with ethnicities in the casting, it's like you can't really guess what he is based on what he looks like because they're they're just throwing that aside. Well, because they're all just the white. subtitles give a clue. I, I, th- I think the character yeah. of Benny is supposed to be a local. I think he's supposed to be. From Cairo. For any listeners, you're unfamiliar. <laughs> Benny is. I don't the, think so because I Benny think the he gets. I think maybe yeah. he's from like France or like something. So that's why he's original, like with the, that troop or whatever at the very beginning. Or maybe like I don't. I think he's got brought there from a different country. So I I, I always thought that he got brought there because he's a local and he knows that's the what landscape. I thought too. He was hired on. No, he, yeah. he was a soldier fighting with Brandon Fraser. And because he was hired on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's how they know each other. But how he initially gets involved, I think, is because he knows the landscape. He's a local. Huh. So basically, we need a backstory. Re- you know, now I realize there's no backstory in the mummy. We have no idea why Brendan Fraser does what he does. No idea why Benny does what he does. There's no. He's only no, no, no. There is with yeah, the Brendan with the brother sister. Huh. Yeah. Like he's just like there for the gold. He literally says that he's like, I know my gold. I know my treasure. So he's just yeah. like a he's yeah. But we have that's the only information character. we have about him. Well, that's how you know he gets from America to like these foreign countries to look for treasure because that's what foreign he's on the foreign countries hunt for. or just the mummy. Is this a good time, Chase, to lead into your your questions that you have? Uh, I do have some some fun stuff that we can get into. They're Let's kind of it. prompty. Okay. Uh, prompt. Us. We love a prompt. Take us to the prom. 
So I guess uh, one, one of the first ones is colonialism, which we've kind of already talked about. Evie and Jonathan are supposedly supposed to be half Egyptian. Mm. Their mother was Egyptian, except they're both played by very white English actors. So it's like it's not really convincing that they're half Egyptian, but that's what they're supposed to be. That's why they're interested. Uh, they're also clearly from rich family. They made so many donations to the museum, which is why the curator like kind of allows Evie to work with him. Uh, he describes Evie as a catastrophe. <laughs> uh, he, he said, "Compared to you, the other plagues were a joy." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Choice yeah. words. Thank you. And yeah, so just in general, uh, the colonialism, they kind of treat, we, we've kind of already talked about this, how they just uh, treat Egypt as a playground. Like, uh, we got here first, we're taking anything, it, it all belongs to us. Like, oh, this piece of, this map has been here for 3,000 years, and the curator burns a corner of it intentionally. I don't know if it was intentional. Oh, but, no, 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 it was. Okay, okay. It's but completely are we gonna, intentional. But are we he does not want them to go But if he did it intentionally, it's because he's trying to protect yeah, them. He's uh, but it's not like he's just like trashing. But if he's really a curator of a museum. But he's more he's so, not, yeah, but he's he's more like, so the protector of the Minahamanoptera. Yeah, so that's right. what his number he's one thing is. And that's why he's in this thing to make sure no one finds this like map to go find it. Exactly, to be in that position. To keep an eye out for that shit. Yeah. Just in case some Someone who works at the museum that he's a curator at happens upon a map. Museums get <laughs> or, or no people that are people that mummy, are uh, very curious. They go to the library to check out these books, and he's like, "Actually, like you shouldn't read that." Or that's murder. a bunch of hocus pocus, whatever. Huh. No, that's and a great point. I think you're stuff. right. Thank yeah. you. He's he's sort of uh, he's there to lead people out of the way you to know, like uh, somewhere else if they want to go. He's a sneaky mm-hmm. guardian. Yeah. Uh, so so let's jump on to the next one. Uh, so they talk about the the home die curse and how it, they they feared it so much they never wanted to use it and they eventually decide that Emotep is worthy of the home die curse right mm. uh, which if if we could just dive into what the home die curse is if it backfires it gives your enemy immortality <laughs> invincibility and a destiny to destroy your country no your your <laughs> world that, that's the, the world, world. Yeah, the world. I, I loved this wow. question wait and and what if it goes right. Three thousand years <laughs> of him laying in the sand. I don't know. So what they just wanted it? to make him suffer in the so, moment. So they keep him alive. But that, that's that what just, they're like, you know what? We're not gonna have to death. deal with this because he's gonna be dead. It? We're gonna be dead by the time he comes back. So like, that's their problem. The intention <laughs> of it is to m- let his spirit never rest. Is that the <laughs> like? Oh, actually, I think, so. I think you're right because oh, he's still gooey or juicy. But but is it worth it? Is that risk worth it? No, I love that question. That's a good question. Absolutely not. No, not to. But hey, not to normal people. Yeah, but but you're not gonna live that long. It's it's the same. It's global warming. You guys want to talk about global warming? It is 1999. Do you right? think that uh, Al Gore had something to do with this? Trying to maybe. Anyway, like, why would you? Uh, <laughs> we're not going to go the there. future generations. Go on. Uh, but so I want to give some credit really quick to the the Magi because, like, good on them for keeping the mummy's curse for three thousand years. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Like they kept yeah. a lid on that bitch for. And they a killed minute. like innocent people to do so. Oh, well, I don't know about innocent, but I they mean, kill people between well, them and their ancestors. When, when they get onto the boat, you think they're bad guys. Because right. they seem evil, but and they're, they're actually just tra- guys? they're just trying to get the key <laughs> back, though. Yeah. But, but like they might truly be the good guys of the film. Yeah, like they're trying to keep the world safe. But it's one of those. It's not Jonathan, and it's not uh, Evie, Evie. And, and it's, it's not Brennan Fraser. Definitely Frazier. not Benny. It's not Benny. 
Could they they might be the good guys. It's of the, the mummy. It's Winston's, Winston's just wanted to die like years ago with his buddies, you know. Yeah, Winston's yeah, not Winston. a good <laughs> <season>. <laughs> suicide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like his, when Brendan Fraser goes, "Yeah, you might actually not live through it." You really think his so? His redeeming quality is <laughs> he <laughs> wants to die. Everyone else we've encountered has died. Why not you? Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's here's the next one. Uh, we talked about this a lot during the movie. Initially, when Imhotep comes back to life, he's resurrected. Shouldn't he be nearsighted? Because he right. took Mr. Burns' <laughs> Roxanne eyes. Roxanne brought this up, didn't mm-hmm. he? And, and previously in the movie, Mr. Burns is like, he's kind of a bad guy, and he's they're playing poker, which, you know, in the 90s, poker's a bad thing to do. Outlaws, tattoos. Right. He has Raiders and of the Lost Ark glasses. Yeah. He explains that his without his glasses, he can't even play cards. Like, he, he must have, like, really, really bad eyesight. So when Imhotep chooses him to initially, like, kill and take his, you know, he, t- he takes out his eyes and his tongue... It's like, oh man, this guy's got terrible eyesight. <laughs> so then he he traps Evie, and he's like, a knocks in the moon, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? Well, like, and he and you can tell like even the CGI skeleton kind of squints a little bit. He's like, like man, this guy's got shitty vision. <laughs> the amount of times I've watched this movie and literally yeah. have never even isn't that a great thought about it? Well, this is coming out of it. Roxanne or Rachel, I think. I think it was Roxanne said like it's a good point about that. It's like oh maybe that's why he mistakes Rachel for an ox in a moon because he's got these shitty eyes, or he has the power and to rejuvenate. And then also what I realized too is it goes into him being like I'm thankful to you. So maybe that's also once he kind of realizes it's uh, not her. Well, I'm thankful for words. you because you brought me back to life. And she's like, so yeah. that actually kind of brings me into the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Emotep actually evil? So huh. if you think about who Imhotep is before he dies, so 3,000 years ago, he's a priest, typically a good guy, right? He ends up falling in love with the pharaoh's wife. Who's hot. And they have... <laughs> and, and she's and, flaunting it, dude. And she's she got those like red... Or those uh, black check and marks on her side, him, and it's you a know? political marriage, you know. Yeah. I, I said this. I said this. Yeah, she, you were. Well, and she you were in an Oxenman's corner. Yeah. Well, it, well, she also says she's like, I'm no longer his temple. Like it's clearly. Oh, Rachel's he's like, got other yeah. Shits. He's he's cheating around. He's right. a pharaoh. But, right. but it's it's it's, it's Romeo and Juliet, right? Like, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't say that Romeo is a bad guy, right? Like Emotep initially is kind Wait. of just like a, a smaller guy that tries to come up and he just is in love with this and woman. Did you get looking. the the Romeo and Juliet comparison from research? No. Because the the guy who plays the mummy, Arnold Vosloo, his condition for being for being in the role was that I I know that you're trying to make a movie that's like self aware and doesn't take itself seriously, but I'm only gonna do the role if I can take Emotep completely straight and play it like a guy who's madly in love, like a Romeo and Juliet deranged story. Oh, like, wow. He was playing it like Romeo. So, so he did anyway. a good job. But yeah. I mean, I wow. agree. I don't think he was really, he wasn't a bad guy. And then even when he was the mummy as the bad guy, like he was just trying to get back to his love. It oh. really was. Yeah, I but was like, right, exactly. He is uh, killing a star Okay, but that's the thing, though, is like, they read that box and still said, well, fuck it. I'm going to open this box. Like, so, it literally says it on there. It's a so warning. We're going to yeah. bring it back a little bit now. Uh, so, Imhotep, we're, we're, I, I'm saying that Imhotep was initially not that bad of a guy. He's just a star crossed lover and he's getting caught up in the in the BS, right? Romantic. But, so maybe that's what the Hamdai curse really does to him it takes his free will away from him he he comes he gets resurrected and he tries to re-erect his re-resurrect his his love right (laughs) uh but instead what happens is he brings upon 10 plagues 
to you know the people of Egypt and so it's kind of like maybe maybe that curse you know was like it took his free will away from him you know he he thought that if he resurrected himself that he would be able to go back to himself but he's going to have to cause so much destruction in order to comp- you know do what he wants to do so the Hamdai curse ends up actually kind of working it makes him it it's makes him miserable what's interesting about that is that his his girl when he kind of revives her a little bit there would be there would be a conversation like if she was like oh no you you've killed a bunch of people to bring me back but she was like nah that's cool let's kill these people and get, <laughs> I was get like, yeah. she was like yeah let me give me a knife yeah, yeah give me a knife <laughs> well, well she she was also the one that shit. killed the pharaoh she probably right. planned oh, the whole thing that's an important point so she yeah. was they are murderers <laughs> they're like bonnie and clyde <laughs> yeah. yeah okay but they, they had to, to murder they had to murder Hey, all right, uh, all right. Minus the murders. So basically, Rachel question. would murder oh, yeah. for Luke. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. Minus the murders. If you were in a position of high power, right? Yeah. You had a kingdom behind you. You had a little bit of knowledge about magics. <laughs> and uh, your greatest love of your life dies. You're going to bring her back to life and bang her again. <laughs> right? Like, what? Like, what, what else are you going to use magic aren't for? Aren't we? Aren't, aren't we? I all mean, us, what all, does Zibotep have to lose, you know? Like, what do yeah. you think? I'm asking. Nobody's answering. <laughs> would you bring your loved one back to life if you had the capabilities? You knew it would turn yourself a little dark. You maybe would be wanted by the law. Or would you do it? But well, maybe mean? he didn't know that. Well, I mean, you also have watched enough movies to know that, like, when they get brought back to life, they're not them. <laughs> I was going to say, they're, they're gross. Never the, they're never the same. It's not, not them. Would you try it? Like, their in practicality, souls, Their yes. soul is gone forever. It's not them. So it's you're just saying their... you wouldn't try it because you'd be afraid that... That they wouldn't. They like wouldn't be it. them. It's mm. what I want. Very I would try it. Very selfless. I would try you. it. She would. I would. <laughs> and then, and then, if then they if weren't, it, yeah, then I'd just kill. Just you just stabby stab. <laughs> <laughs> poke poke. <laughs> uh, it was worth a shot. <laughs> so that that kind of leads me to a, a, what I have listed here as a great party question. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> great party <laughs> question. How long does somebody need to be dead before it's okay to rob their grave? Rob their grave. Oh my wow. god! Have you watched Blackbird? That's part of it. I have not seen Blackbird. <laughs> it's a good, you should watch it. It's a great song, though. It's <laughs> an interesting question. Um, I'd like, say 200 years. There's a window because if if you wait too like long, it becomes law. historic, and then it's an infraction on that. I think 200 years is, might be too long. It's too long? Oh. that's his, that Now that's history. 200 years. America is barely 200 years old. Yeah. Damn. But like, so if you just kind of wrong the facts. all the time. <laughs> so how how what would you say? No, I mean, I think you're on the right track. It's just 200 is too long. You can't wait too long, like 90 years. 90 is probably. So what good. about 70? Because then it's like doesn't go into the no um, no no. Are domain. they fully skeletons? <laughs> that's what I was trying to trademark. Is it 70? It's 70 years. Once 70 years later, after the uh, composer dies, you can use it as the, public. Domain. I think legally I you can rob a composer's grave after 70 years. And then hopefully they were die they. We're buried with a lot of. Like, I would good like stuff. to think that composers, uh, uh, not composers. <laughs> I would like to think that people don't get buried with much to rob. That would be nice. That's that's something that I would like. Well, we are talking about Egyptians, right? Yeah, yeah. they get buried with everything. They get buried with everything. Careful what you say there, Chase. What do you mean about Egyptians? What do like you the, mean, they're from you? Egypt? <laughs> and they get buried with a lot of like gold and shit. Well, you know, they get yeah. buried with their organs and jars. Well, isn't is it a is it Egyptians that like think that whatever you're buried with you take to the afterlife? Is yes, that yeah. yes. That's why and there's there's a lot of cultures. And like we're really sorry if we're wrong about stuff. this. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
I'm just oh. I'm just telling your listeners like we're not trying to pretend oh. like we know everything. No, I, I'm no. sure culture. I learned that in sixth grade. And also, I don't think many of us. Literally, where my brain was. I don't think many of us know how the afterlife works. Really, maybe we shouldn't care because this is my next point. Oh no. The heroes in this movie do not care about death at all. Like, they have so many people around them that die throughout the movie. So, like, the, the warden dies. Who the curator. The, the, yeah. well, no, 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 I'm, I'm saying oh, the, the, the warden, the guy that tried to hang Brendan Fraser. Yeah, but he, okay, but like. So, but, like, so that guy, I mean, they weren't even shaken by that. They were just, like, kind of confused. They were like, oh, what's going on? How did he die? I don't think they were that close it? to him. Like, it was They're, just a business. Like, but, but even still, somebody dying and right in yeah. front of you, whether you're close yeah. to but, okay, but really quick, it's right. 1920s. Brendan Fraser spent three years probably in prison. So it makes sense for Evie. Evie and he, he was Jonathan is a too. bad person. We've already come to the conclusion of that. Evie's just like... Well, Probably in well, shock. So, so let's go back to the very beginning of the movie. The first time we see Jonathan, mm-hmm. uh, it's when he's playing a prank on Evie using With, a dead yes, body. Exactly. Really? That's what I'm saying. He's a bad person. The, yeah, Jake missed this. Uh, the roundabout point that I think you're making, the movie doesn't take itself seriously at all. Like, the, if, you, if you put this in real-world circumstances, it's going to be like, this movie's... Like, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, they're, they're, like they're, they're on death's knell, and, and yeah. Brendan Fraser's like, trying to kiss... Even, right, you know. This is why I didn't like this movie. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's just charming in that way. It's ridiculous because they don't care but about that. But you don't death. watch it. Uh, was a good experience, like to watch factual. You guys. It's a, it's a fun. <laughs> I enjoyed time. watching so, it with you guys too. I was like also, like Evie is directly responsible for starting Imhotep's reign of terror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to that's potentially going to destroy the whole world mm-hmm. and knocking down all those yeah. library and shelves. At no point. <laughs> <laughs> never picking that up. Yeah, and in fact. How did that bring up the library stuff? She takes the offensive when he like is all mad at her, and he's yeah. like, and she's like, "Well, I'm useful, okay? Yeah, <laughs> look what I'm I did. useful. Here's my exposition on what I can do. That right. will become useful. A bunch useful. of exposition, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, what exactly are Emotep's powers? Uh, he, he can, can turn himself into sand. So, but but create a sandstorm. So that that's clear in the movie, right? But Plagues. like, where in the curse does it say that he can do that? So he's he's meant he's to one be with the, the one who brings one about the, the ten plagues, right? Right. So let's say he has the power over these ten plagues. That's what that's but, the but jump sand that I would is make. Not a ten plagues. Wait, but that's what I was saying. The first time that he turns into like the tornado thing, he's just standing there, and then he just spins and is like now a tornado. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how do he know he could do that? Well, yeah. and even like <laughs> yeah. the first time that we that uh, or maybe not the first time that Brandon Fraser was in Hobbit after, but when he brings all the main characters there. He like makes a face in the sand. He's not even alive yet. He's dead. So how is he making a face out of the sand? He's mm. just like, hey, I'm here. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of a Something weird power thing assigned to him. So more proof that the movie didn't explain itself. It's, it's yeah. a, I mean, come on. It's we, a we stupid movie. So the movie knows so it's stupid. We don't have to dissect and know it's so a here's, stupid here's movie. Another, oh, here's another question that I have. Why is he trying to scare <laughs> people away from the tomb of Hominoptera? Wouldn't he want them to come find him and wake him up? Because isn't he essentially preventing his resurrection by killing anybody that goes to Hamanaptra? Wait, is it, is who, it who is he killing? Well, no, 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 no. It's not him that's killing them. It's the it's, traps yeah. with like it's like the curse that's yeah, like a, the Pharaoh's bodyguard set up the booby traps. When his face comes up in the sand, it scares Brendan Fraser. No, no, he Wait, doesn't see that. He, he doesn't see that. He runs away before that. That just is what he's trying to get out there. So, but when that face comes up in the sand, he kills like thirty troops right there. Because remember, Brendan Fraser's running no, back no, no, up no. the hill. Those, those don't die. No, 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 no. That's, from the ba- that's from the battle. They just get that's spooked. The, the horses battle. get spooked and run away. Yes. 
No, 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 no. Because how do you know? They're uh, well, they all they all come down and they're chasing. There's Brendan only five Fraser. of them that are chasing him, though. There's not that many. Well, no, no, no. And then so they there, there's like away. a whole army, and then all of a sudden there's like a whooshing sound, and everybody goes away, and then Brendan yeah, Fraser's like, "Whoa." Like what's going on? We I must be in Hamanoptera. This is so weird. And then when he walks back out the up the hill, there's all these dead bodies strewn across the. Those dune. were from the gunshots. Yeah, those are from the battle. <laughs> those are f- I, yeah. I think like the, the, the no. sand had gone. Oh, that, that's the I, way that it we interpreted in that differently. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would argue, Chase, that this uh, spirit, this unrestful spirit, would sometimes lash out in uncontrollable rage okay without <laughs> thinking about the consequences right so and, and the point is that they they only really talk about the plagues as far as his powers go and I so they, they give yeah. they give him all kinds of extra powers that they are just kind of unexplained whenever there's magic i justify it as a uh, dungeon master right. <laughs> right, right. and i'm like you know this makes sense chase yeah. well so let's because get into magic. plagues though because <laughs> I, I know you were trying to count plagues. i was trying as to count plagues Wait, yes. how many did you get to Okay, so in the movie, they said ten. that the mummy would bring about 10 plagues, 10 Egyptian mm-hmm. plagues, mm-hmm. the 10 Egyptian plagues. And, okay, so here's what I counted. I, and, and this was uh, without any knowledge of what the actual 10 Egyptian plagues are or, or what they've been referred to. Mm-hmm. I counted, I said, number one, locusts. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number two, blood. That's when the water turns yeah, into yeah, blood. Yeah. Number three, meteorites. You remember meteorites? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they killed some folks. Yeah, there's some flaming uh, English colonists. Uh, Number four, there was this eclipse that cloaked the world in darkness. Uh, Number five, I said drought. And the reason I said drought was because I came back from the bathroom and I said, oh, somebody died. What happened? And Roxanne said, he sucked him dry. (laughs) (laughs) That was was a different. And I thought, like, maybe maybe drought is one of them. Because at this point, I was like, you know, there's got to be some I'm glad your mind went to drought after hearing that. Yeah, 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 drought. And then uh, number six was I was looking at the zombies coming to life. I was like, uh, so like, and that was oh, the boils, the boils. boils. Yeah, that yeah. was not. Oh, yeah. Sores yeah. and boils. Sores and boils. They, did like as in they said that? Yeah, they yeah, said they, they did. Oh shit, sores and boils. Okay, so I I had riots, disease, slaves, all with question marks. Uh, so that was all sores and boils. Number yeah. seven, I put sandstorms because he's constantly doing sand, although there was nothing like specific. Nice. And number eight, I said greed, because I've heard of greed as like a, a thing that plagues that's mankind. One of the seven deadly sins. It is. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I you know, know maybe it's yeah. crossovers. Yeah. So then I, I looked it up right after the movie what they actually are. Would oh. you guys like to hear yes. the, yes. the actual ten plagues? And they are in order. They're numbered. So number one was. Blood turns to water, so let's put a check mark next to that. Uh, blood turns to water. Blood turns. Or water, water turns. <laughs> your blood is so watery right now. Uh, water None turns of us got that except for Chase. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, "Yep." We're like, "Checks out." Number yeah. two, uh, frogs. Oh, yeah, frogs. Yeah, I, I, frogs! We we saw frogs. We did. Yeah. No. No, there wasn't any frogs. There no. Were. It's what, uh, what it scene? was like at the same. Uh, with the locust? I think the second scene that we saw the locust, there was like frogs hopping on the ground and locusts going in the sky. Shut yeah. up. Okay. So, yeah, frogs Chase are supposed to come from the Nile. Things. So, we'll put a check mark. I didn't notice those, Chase. Uh, number three, we've got uh, lice and gnats, mm. which come from the dust, which is sort of locust. Sand. Yeah. Sandy. It's sort of sandy. But it's separate from the locusts, right? So. 
Yeah. I don't know how you would depict that in a movie. Like, just you have a bunch of people scratching their hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rachel knows what I'm talking about. And number... F- <laughs> okay, so we're like at a maybe for that one. And then it kind of goes in the same category. Number four is wild animals or flies. What? I didn't see any wild animals. Wait, like a pig oh, started there flying? Were, there were rats and... Okay, there was a rat on the lady's <laughs> chest, yeah. and it was very tame. It wasn't flying. Yeah. You're saying they fly like no, with no, wings? No, fl- no, flies. Like, like flies all over too. the animals? Like flies. I all over the animals? I don't know, guys. It just said wild animals or flies. And then next, <laughs> pestilence of livestock. What's oh, pestilence so everyone mean? dies? It's like all the crops Everything's dying. dying yeah. off. Uh, crops dying, et cetera, which didn't happen. Boils on animals and men. Check. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thunderstorm of hail and fire. That happened. That 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 was the meteorites. Boom. Locusts. That happened. Check. Three days of dark. We saw. That happened. We saw. Yeah. And then last was death of the firstborn son. Did not happen. So this is. uh, Because they might have cut it off before it happened. This is. is I've been waiting for this one. Sure. So uh, the death (laughs) of the firstborn son. If. Ebby and Jonathan are born of an Egyptian mother, then Jonathan would be the firstborn son, and he should have died being a firstborn son. And shouldn't the stakes of the third act of the movie be much, much higher knowing that Jonathan is going to die if all ten <laughs> of the plagues happen? Oh, you, you would have written they it better. Brought it up. And then, uh, like, oh no, next is Death of the Firstborn Son. Oh, and then, that's, and that's that could have like been a good. That could have played into that. that. They missed that. For All right, sure. so Chase, I would have liked the movie more if you, you think wrote it was it. in a draft at some point, and they were like, we don't have fucking time for this. I think I agree. They kind of do that in Let's the next. In more um, <laughs> they do that in the next movie. Oh yeah. Uh, a bit. A, a, another quick question uh, well, on the boils. He doesn't succeed on his ten. Fo- like it doesn't finish. True. So, so why is it that none of our main characters, none of the main party that fucking causes all the bullshit, none of them get any boils? I think it's the people of the it's land. It's because they're white people. No, but they're like so. Like they've been in Egypt for years, right? Yeah. Uh, Evie and Evie and Jonathan, they are half Egyptian, so they should be affected. Like, what about all the Egyptian dudes? They weren't in Egyptian wardrobe, so. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not <laughs> saying it's English. because they're white yeah. people, like, it makes sense. I'm saying it's because they're white people, well, meaning they're the main characters yeah, of the story. Yeah, It would have made them less attractive. Safe. No, and they also, the like, all of the people with, <laughs> but we with can't boils agree. and sores were, like, in the, like, the dress thing and, like, the... They're the locals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, but they the were, like, locals. clearly all given the same wardrobe in different colors. Yeah. Yes, you but s- what I want to know is, like, there's nothing about the rule that says like, it says that men will get boils, right? Animals and men have boils. Yep. What excludes our our leading party? Nothing at all. Well, Hollywood. It, yeah, it goes to show George the movie the doesn't take itself seriously, and that's kind of the charm. Uh, and the, the last the <laughs> last oh, little thing I have it's kind of it's kind of it. small. It's just kind of a question that I have. Uh, why is it that immediately all of the Egyptian people are like? Imhotep, Imhotep. Like they're just, they're just like we're on your side, brother. He's he's enslaved them. Yeah, that's part of it. Just like immediately. Yeah, it wasn't immediately. It was after he got fully regenerated. Pretty okay. Fully regenerated. regenerated. But then immediately, he's got the whole city on his side. Millions of people. I mean, that's what he did. I, yeah, yeah. I honestly I, think they could have tied the fucker that's, down. That's why I said right at the beginning. That's why there's a question mark. They should have. No, <laughs> I yeah, had yeah. a question. Yeah. No, my well, only no, they couldn't tie him down because he could just turn into sand. But my question about that at is, the, how far in, did after that reach? The first guy. 
Were there people in New York City they like emo was. tech? They didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> it was Wait, just centralized to Cairo. <laughs> that would have been great question. if they would have like shown like it's like New York emo tech, <laughs> San Francisco emo tech. That really would have changed let's the whole get over tone. to LA. Somebody deep in <laughs> Siberia. Emo tech. I'm so emo. Uh, oh yeah. So Brendan Fraser uh, was not the first choice for casting. Oh, thank goodness. Say what? Thank goodness. Was he a big deal at the time? Was yeah. Yeah. He just came off of George the Jungle. So oh, he was, this was post George. He was bankable. <laughs> I would have thought this was before. I I did too. I feel well, like I George the Jungle feels end of career. They liked no, him. No, he looks like very young in George the Jungle. I feel like I think he looks older here. What year yeah. is George the Jungle? Ninety-seven. Oh. So he's coming off of that. The studios liked him because they he had was him in Babe 2 originally. And they were as like, nah. a, <laughs> he was perceived as a big star, but he wasn't demanding the same salary as the big star. But they did go after mm. Tom Cruise, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, Matthew McConaughey. Ben Affleck. Uh, there was one star who was actually interested in taking the part. Casey Affleck? No. <laughs> they no. got Tom Cruise <laughs> years later. Yeah, it's, it's ironic. Tom Cruise oh, yeah. did the reboot. Leo DiCaprio really wanted to do this movie. Stop. They wanted he wanted the to Titanic? be uh Rick O'Connell. Yeah, he wow. yeah. That would have been weird. That would have been really good. That would have been weird. I think, think yeah, he could have been good. He uh it actually got to the point where he, he was good. asking He's just so good. Yeah. He uh he was cast in the beach and he was asked that was the schedule conflict so he couldn't be in the mummy and he was trying to negotiate a postponement of the beach so that he could star in the mummy but they, the producers didn't budge. Oh my god! So that's how Brendan Fraser got I, cast. I don't you know even what, know what Leo the beach is. Okay. I love a fun fact. What Leo turned out okay. Beach? Brendan, not so yeah. much. Aww. Yeah. What? Maybe I mean, he's the curse of the mummy. Okay. I mean, he dates like women like half his age that can't drink. He's fine. Is <laughs> is the beach even worth watching? Like, no, no, no. The mummy is way better than the beach. The beach is next week's. Yeah, I hope not. Double feature. Have you seen the beach? No, I've never been. I don't even know what that is. I've lived in LA for three years. I've never been to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie. Do you live in the valley? (laughs) It's a bold-faced lie. (laughs) He's east of the one ten. Classic Um, LA terms (laughs) for roads. Yeah, how do you get there? Do you take the one hundred one or the four five? I actually don't know roads. (laughs) Cut across Sunset to save time. (laughs) (laughs) I take take the Google Maps. Get off at Laurel Canyon. (laughs) I like Beverly Glen. I don't John, John, you guys, you're right losing now. the majority of Sorry. America. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, set injuries and hospitalizations. Tell me. There is <sighs> enough that I devoted an entire page of research. It's long. Wow. Just to, you know about this? No, no I can see it. it. Okay. <laughs> um, so first of all, they were filming in the Sahara. Mm-hmm. So uh, the medical team for the movie had to concoct a special hydration drink that everyone on the crew was required to drink every two hours. Wait, pause. The Sahara's in Morocco? It's a big Eastern Morocco. Touch the I didn't Sahara. know this. Yeah. Oh, really? The Sahara's everywhere. The Sahara's this huge. is not a geography yeah. podcast, okay, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> it can be for two seconds. Oh, okay. Um, We're there done. were me. several cases geography of food corner. poisoning from actors drinking the local tap water with ice cubes in their gin and tonics. Idiots. Right on. Uh, John Hanna, the uh, the actor who played the uh, the British brother, sprained his wrist, and you can see a brace on his wrist in yeah. the final scene. Mm-hmm. You saw that? Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, I thought, like, the, the scarab was in his shoulder, and then all of a sudden he's got a brace on his hand. You thought it was from the scarab? No, I was like, why did they give him a brace on his hand Fuck. if the scarab was in his shoulder? <laughs> it's because he actually and then sprained like, maybe his... Maybe it went through his hand. How and did they he were like, his I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. he got hurt or something. Yeah. Also, if a, if a beetle crawls through your skin... 
like in between your skin and your muscle. But you also, like, why? Where did they like in this movie universe? Where did they get the brace all of a sudden? Right. So, well, <laughs> well, so I'm just thinking, like, if this movie is made now, there's no way they shoot it with the brace. No, they'd be like, yeah. take the brace off. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, they just we'll put CG you in a new arm. cast every morning. Like, mm-hmm. CG the, the arm. Now, yeah, nowadays there's no way that you're just like, ah, whatever, it'll be fine. <laughs> they just make the brace green. I do wonder that decision. They were like, you know what? Fuck it. We don't I mean, have we're maybe, almost yeah. done. We're 80 we're million. Almost, we don't have another million left. Did any of us notice it? I did. I noticed it. I never noticed it. I've noticed the brace, but I just, for some reason, just assumed it was because he got injured in the movie. It was a fight. A lot of shit no. What Kai just said is true. It's like a modern brace, though, and it's supposed to be 1930. Yeah, and what Kai just said is true. This is my first time seeing it, and I noticed it. So it's clear. Several crew members were hospitalized. Uh, for being bitten by spiders, scorpions, snakes during the no. shoot in um, the I quit. African desert. And um, I'm out. Apparently that was a big problem. Brendan Fraser almost died. How? Mm. Uh, everything. You, you, remember, <laughs> you remember the scene where he was hung by the neck? Yes. So, oh my God, something bad happened. I, I don't know why they would do that. He, he was actually being hung, like dangled by the neck, and they left him on there a little too long. <laughs> And he stopped breathing, and he had to be resuscitated. No, uh, are you serious? Yeah, these are more things that would not happen now. <laughs> what? I mean, Alex no Baldwin way. just shot someone. I don't know. Someone's everything's possible. But you wouldn't hang your star. <laughs> no, he was hanging like literally his feet you dangling. Put, you put a hook on their belt, and then you let them pretend. And then like everyone's they're... like, "Yeah, great acting." <laughs> <laughs> That's the part that, that made was it. the best part of him acting. Oh my god! I didn't yeah. know that. That's and then insane. he resuscitated, and as soon as you came up to consciousness, he's like. I'm done for the day. <laughs> Wait, also throwing. He's like, back I might not have whoa, asked whoa, for a lot of money, but now I am. We just need one more. We just need one more. Yeah, just do it again. Wait, can we do that one more time? But we we didn't turn the camera on. But like throwing it back to something you just said, Kai. Yeah. I just realized the when you said the thing about the ice cubes specifically, their gin and tonics. You're like the ice cubes in their gin and tonics, like not <laughs> just ice cubes. Yeah, did just they ice cubes read, in like, their gin and tonics before filming? Like they, uh, yeah. were, they were trying to be careful about the water, but then they were but like, then well, they we had, like, like, we, like, we, we, we like ice cubes in our gin but and tonics. But it's not cold. But <laughs> to me, to me, that today, just says actually. that the actors are lame. You know, they're they're taking their time to drink a gin and tonic. Suck that thing down. You're in Morocco. Like <laughs> before, it don't melt. let that he ice melt. died from scorpion. Why specifically a gin and tonic? Was that all that was like available? Maybe that's just the. They don't like drink the drink of Morocco. Here's the last injury. No, and this was so I, I it was hard for me to believe that this, this one was true just because it's so strange but you know uh kevin j o'connor who played uh benny um oh in the jets w- in the scene where brendan frazier's beating him up in the egyptologist's office mm-hmm. uh he was so badly bruised i'm reading this verbatim uh he was so badly bruised and his nipples had to be iced afterwards so I, I wonder if he's he's holding him by his shirt. By I think. His shirt. Kind of oh, yeah. so he's like probably yeah. gripping him like so, this. So I yeah. wonder if he's like sitting there in the like the hospital tent on set, and he's just like Benny, <laughs> Benny, Benny. Chase is grabbing his nipples. As he's doing I remember the thing that I was going to talk but about. Ice is oh, probably good. under You guys, you know? guys want to hear about it? Yeah. Well, go for it. All right, we were talking way back. You guys remember about a half an hour back? We were talking about Evie. And how she awoke the dead with her book reading. And I wanted to recall 18 years earlier in the cinematic universe, The Evil Dead premiered. And The Evil Dead, has anybody seen Sam Raimi's 
the Evil Dead. No. Literally? I, I, I've seen it, but it's been a long time. Chase has seen it. That's probably, nope. Yeah. Next week's movie. <laughs> so the Evil Dead is all about um, a creepy cabin in the woods. It's it's like the cabin in the woods movie that that kind of defined the genre in a way. Genre in a way. And uh, they find a scary book, and this guy is like, <gasps> oh, I'm going to start reading it out yes. loud. Yes. Okay, yes. I have seen this. I just watched this with Ryan like not too long ago. Yeah. Fucked up. You watched the old, old ass... Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Because oh, there was no. a remake. Or a cabin in the Woods. But I'm, the remake is good. The re- I watched the remake. I like the, the remake. old one. That's why I'm like, oh, yeah. And you I literally... feel like there was a lot of... There's this whole idea of the Book of the Dead, is what they call it. Mm-hmm. The Necro- Necromicon. And uh, when they read the passage out loud, this wind blows, and then they go into the cemetery, and then something's here. And then the rest of the movie's a fucking shit show. So... I mean, not that that's the only ever reference of reading a scary book, Waking the Dead, but I was really getting those vibes when she read the book, and I was like, why would you do that? Why do people do what they're not supposed to do? From the book. And then, and then, so let's take that as like the earliest on the timeline, and then this as in the middle, and then there was this uh, show recently, Disney Plus's The Moon Knight which was all about Egyptology, and there was also a ton about the god of the dead and the god of the moon and all of this and Anubis, and they talked about, I don't know, there was, there was, it was really interesting. I, Rachel didn't like it. We talked about it. It was interesting historically. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't interesting. Cinematically. Right. For me, for me, I was like, oh, I get to learn a little bit more about the gods because not like the mummy, they were like, oh, we should kind of, put some actual Egyptian history in this or whatever. They did a good job with that, but then it felt like <laughs> well, they do it in the, childishly in the animated. And yeah, you, you, you missed the yeah. beginning. There, there was just like some <laughs> oh, exposition yeah. where they just like blast a bunch of stuff at you. And, yeah. You know, the curator. The curator. Kind of just, yeah. It's he's empty. like, his his only real purpose is just to, to give you that extra like information. And then my connection from Moon Knight is to Doctor Strange, where there's also a golden book, the book of good, and the Necromicon, which is the Book of the Dead. I don't remember this. In the I just saw latest that movie. Doctor Strange. Yeah. 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 I don't maybe, remember what it was called. Maybe I don't watch movies close enough. But there's all this book stuff. And that was books. back around to Dungeons and Dragons, which has the same two books, guys. Same two books in D&D. Wow. You guys want to play next week, Thursday night? D&D? Heck yeah, D&D. Dude, I'll roll some 20s. Yeah. <laughs> I've never played. I don't understand it. Anyways, Nerds. that's just a, that's just a, that's just a <laughs> book. That's just an excerpt. There's also books. the Book of Shadows and, and Charmed. Huh. Ah, there's always a book. There's always there's a, a book. book. Books have Hocus a lot of power. Pocus has That's the a same book. thing. They and read it out loud. Hocus, and po- and Hocus in Pocus this has movie, a book, and you're not supposed to open it? Evie opens the book in this movie and says, what harm has read- reading a book ever done? You don't mm. know anything, Evie. Ooh. What a well, line. It's, I didn't it's only that. the 1920s. She hasn't seen all the movies. <laughs> she hasn't yeah. seen Evil Dead yet. True. Yeah. You guys want to guess what the one Oscar nomination this movie CGI. CGI. I hope it wasn't best CGI. CGI. <laughs> I 100% you hope it wasn't best oh, no, no, CGI? I'm going to say no. score. Special uh, effects. The score is probably the best part of the movie. Yeah. I agree. I, I love the score. Jerry Goldsmith, shout out. What did you guys think Brennan of the CGI if you, since you guys brought that up? It has sure its it ups really and it has its downs. I remember in 1999 watching this on the big screen and being like, this is convincing. Like this is amazing. I agree. Yeah. And and there are some scenes like the sand stuff. You're kind of like, eh, like that doesn't look real. 
but like the scarab stuff, which on the rewatch is like the scarab stuff does not look real. But at the time, I was yeah. like, this this is very scary. This could scary be real. Stuff. This is happening yeah. to me right now in the yeah. theater. Well, and all the like bug <laughs> yeah. stuff, like literally, like I'm out. Like all the like yeah. the locusts and everything, like. Well, they were right at the, at the yeah. forefront of this. Like, when was Jurassic Park? Ninety three. It was it was yeah, uh, six was years <laughs> before. <laughs> Jurassic Park was phenomenal, oh, but they used a lot of practical effects. Like almost all of those different. dinosaurs yes. were half built. But they kind of introduced all this shit to to. There were there were also practical effects in the mummy practice. as well. Yeah, but uh, I'm yeah, saying they, like the, they, they, the effects, some of the mummies were like actual people. But the effects that didn't look as good were clearly like more green screen, where like a lot of Jurassic Park was like purposely a, oh, a yeah. full animatronic. It's amazing no, this, how this well Jurassic Park stands up to CGI. Jurassic Park CGI. It yeah, does, there's a particularly a bad scene where uh, Brendan Fraser is hacking down a bunch of the. Uh, they call them priests, but I kind of don't really think that they're actually priests. They come out of the stone, and he's like hacking down mm-hmm. all these green screens, zombies. CGI zombies, and it's just like I'm sure that was really fun to shoot, but it looks terrible. Oh yeah, he was fighting nothing. Yeah, that, that yeah, was, those that... were all CGI, which and is so impressive for Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser made it look convincing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like for fighting nobody yeah. and just like. Well, yeah. that's so when you, like, was he fighting a tennis ball at least? It no, clearly was nobody. still choreographed. <laughs> for it being was yeah, choreographed. It was, a really, it was yeah. That's they when they you did think... their best. Uh, but, Rachel, this is your first time watching the movie. Was there any uh, moments where you're, like, actually scared, like, felt the way that the filmmakers intended you to feel? Yeah, she screamed uh, yeah, a couple I, times. There was yeah. one jump scare. When he, first, when he first gets out or something. Uh, well, yeah, one of the skeletons popped out of the uh, thing, and you, like, legit... Yeah, that there was definitely, like, there was a jump scare that got me, but as far as, like, CGI goes, not as much, I was... but I felt like, had I seen it back then... Yeah, you yeah. said when you, totally. if you saw this when you were a kid, you, you would have been... You would have been terrified. Oh, 100%, I would have had nightmares every night. To I would have felt anything on my body in bed and thought, it is a scarab. She yeah. is a f- was afraid of Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to my year, too. It's, it, it, it's amazing. Park. Really? That's yeah. such a universal thing that I hear is like, all, everyone who's seen it when they were a kid, they were like, oh, this is the scariest movie. And then when they revisit revisit it when they're an adult, they're like, oh, it's a fun movie. Like, I, what was I so scared about? For that me, did not um, happen to me with Jurassic Park, though. I first oh. saw The Mummy Returns before I saw this movie. Why? Oh, wow. And oh. that, uh, I don't know, because I was older and I wasn't afraid anymore. Yeah, because what? Mummy Returns is not scary. It's more of an action, 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 action movie yeah. than this one was. I hear it's like worse. It's not good. Yeah. See, but anyway, I thought it was really near and dear to my heart. <laughs> back to the original question. The uh, Acad- the one Academy Award that it it was nominated for was Best Sound. Huh. Sound design, not just score. Not just sound. Just sound. I mean, score. There was definitely. I remember effects. we actually uh, there was a couple moments where people pointed it out. Um, one where he's like they're on the boat, I think, and oh, he lays out all of his armor mm-hmm. and like all of his like ammo and guns and stuff, and it's like shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Yeah. yeah, it was Roxanne. Yeah. She's like, she's like, wow, that's a little much on the sound. But really, to me, as a sound engineer, I was like, oh, that means the sound is like working. Like it's uh. like it's it's doing such a good job that she had to point it out. You oh, know? interesting. Is, and do you, is that them actually filming that, or is it that like someone doing that later on with effects? Oh, that's that's oh, for sure. After later on, Foley. Yeah. Done in post. Also, Foley, that's holding, what it's called. The bag does Benny not make that noise. No, 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 not that. There's, but I'm just saying, like, it's very rare that production sound is used in a feature film. Yeah, yeah. Chase sense. would know he's not audio engineer. Formerly, we all have different um, backgrounds. <laughs> um, I'm kind of Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Should we cover a uh, budget box office? Hit us, hit us with it. All right. 
The budget, as I may have mentioned earlier, was $80 million. Pretty significant for Big 1999. Movie. Big movie. So it was released in May 7th, 1999. It was moved up so that it didn't conflict with The Phantom Menace, which was being released later that month. Ooh. I was literally just going to say something about Star Wars. Really? Because I was, we were talking about the um, CGI. And well, I, yeah, they, they went to ILM, the same guys who did Star Wars. Yeah, well, so Phantom Menace didn't come, wasn't out yet. Yeah, it was released three weeks after The Mummy. Because I was, I just recently watched Attack of the Clones, and I mm. remember Attack of the Clones being just insane, State of the art. like yeah. so amazing and beautiful. And we just recently watched it, and I was like, oh, it's still great, but there are par- parts where you're like, that is, isn't that so that's sad? Bad. Yeah, so I, I, sad. I think of like episode two and three is just like unwatchable. Stop almost. it! I love episode three. <laughs> oh god, that's guys. This is a I different podcast. That's about a different the episode. prequels, bitch. <laughs> but, but but I also that's a different am episode all about Phantom Menace. Like I I like Phantom Menace. I and, hate Phantom uh, Menace, and, and that's like the one that everybody hates. I hate it. But yeah, I like Jar Jar Binks. To, to me, like Jar Jar Binks. I don't mind when Jar Jar. I was a little kid and Phantom Menace came Mom, out, man. like Jar Jar Binks was cool, Jar and Jar like all like all that stuff was cool. I think it's a I very common Darth Maul experience. was scary as fuck. I was just talking to Chase about that Duel of the Fates. The Duel of the Fates, baby. Which I literally I listened to in the car like yesterday. Like four times, I got home and I murdered what, someone. What Star Wars? <laughs> uh, yeah. so, do we need to check? Joyously. What'd you say? Do we need John to check on Kelsey? He was listening in the car and he went home and he murdered somebody. Duel of the oh. Fates. I've never seen you know, any of these movies. movies. Oh. And this is serious. When I was running the LA Marathon, that song came on and it, it gave me a second wind. Yeah. Kai runs. He's crazy. Um, Isn't the LA Marathon downhill? Anyway, let's, of it. Let's parts of it. Are okay. Uphill. So eighty million dollar budget. Anybody want to guess how much the movie grossed I, worldwide? I'm going to say 280. Is oh. it is what they uh, the oh, wow. d- domestic? Oh wow! Yeah, is it domestic or worldwide? We're talking worldwide. About? Worldwide. Okay. I'll say I'll, I'll double it then. I'll, we'll say a uh, 560. Damn. I'll say 300. I thought 300. it took a while to get to a billion dollar movie, but I don't remember very well. I'll say 300. I'll oh. say we're saying the same thing. 295. 302. Uh, Chase is over. Everyone else is under. It was four sixteen. Twenty. Four hundred and sixteen million dollars. <laughs> Forty five million dollars in the opening weekend, which was record. a record for non holiday weekends to that wow. point. Wow. Uh, um what is that in today's money? Or is that well, in today's not, money? I haven't done the math, but it, it's in nineteen like twenty it was ago, two cents. <laughs> um so this coming off the back of a bunch of flops by Universal, as they said, a universal representative told uh, the production this movie single-handedly saved the studio. And now um, we have Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I've heard that from a couple of movies from Universal. Really? So I don't know. I, I'm, t- I'm taking that with a grain of salt. <laughs> well, the movie did even better in uh, VHS sales. It sold 7 million units. It sold 1 million units of DVDs. It was by far the biggest selling VHS cassette of 1999. <laughs> Helped Universal gross over a billion dollars in home video sales. I, mean, um, I, I had it on VHS uh, a couple years ago. I was at an Airbnb, tri- Airbnb trip with a couple of friends of mine, and they had it on VHS. We, we put it on the TV. I, at no point did any of us sit down and watch the movie, but we put it on the TV. <laughs> Just had it playing. It, it Back pl- on yeah, us. it played through. Yeah. And then if you noticed that the movie had gone through, it was sort of like you your rewind. job. Yeah. For, you know, you noticed it's your job. You, you go, restart. you hit re- rewind, you go make sure everybody's got a fresh beer, 
and then as soon as it's done, <laughs> I love that. It's because it, it has again. such That's a good a sound. Kind. I mean, be kind yeah. and rewind. That's yeah. so, throwing so it back to watched, Blockbuster. I think we watched it. My estimate is about twelve times. And that's when the movie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the tape Mommy. was over. Yeah, the tape. We we put some wear on the tape that weekend. You know. <sighs> Tapes are so weird. Um, actually, a, a funny story. When I was home at my mom's house, you know, I have th- this huge VHS collection and a uh, VCR. And actually, like the the background cover for the podcast is is my like VHS collection. Mm. That's and so, so cute. I had a Tinder date, and so we were gonna watch a movie. And I was like, "Pick any movie." You had a Tinder date recently. Yeah, while I was home. Okay, so and she you were just picked trying to get the mummy. Some. We love so this girl. Yeah, Where anyway. is she? <laughs> no, she picked the mummy because she was like, "We're not gonna watch this. This is a Tinder date." She wanted you to call her mummy. <laughs> oh, she wanted to VHS and chill. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's um, so nineties. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> highest-grossing movie of the year for 1999 was not the Mummy. It was Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace, 924 million dollars worldwide. The Mummy came uh, six overall, and the day after it was released, Universal called up uh, the director Stephen Summers. Is like, we need another one. We need a return. Yeah. We need to return. We need to return. <laughs> and you know what? Throw in the Rock. <laughs> Put the yeah. rock in there. Put yeah. Which the, the rock, rock at this time was, can you smell that, the yeah. rock? That right. CGI. The rock. Yeah. Cooking. Wait, it was second. so weird when that like, the rock was doing so bad. King. That yeah, CGI famously. was so bad in oh, The Mummy yeah. Returns when he yeah. becomes like, oh my God, that is what. It's very famous. And that was and, later. And who would know yeah, that like four years Dwayne later Johnson would go on to be one of the most successful He wasn't Dwayne Johnson yet. Right. Yeah, he was rock. just that's the rock. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It all makes sense. Like, he didn't like earn his name yet. <laughs> he was like still with like Stone Cold Steve Austin, wasn't he? Like that was like that yeah. those days. Oh man. It all it makes sense though when you learn that they're actors. Like your face just now, Jake. You just brought memories back. Of the Triple H. The Undertaker. Oh man. Well, Triple H was a major thing because like he had like the suck it. It's all about the game. There's like an entire era of Young boys yelling like at, boys. at each other on on the playground, yelling "suck it, <laughs> hey oh suck it!" Like that's all Triple H. That's like you cross Can the you hands on your waist <laughs> and then you uncross them and you do like Sucker. a couple chopping moves. You know? Can you dig it? <laughs> that's Booker uh. T. All right, should we get to uh, to ratings? Uh yeah, well uh I've got, got a, I've got a thoughts? favorite quote that I got. Oh, let's in. do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, me too. So my me my too. favorite quote is pretty early on in the movie. Essentially, Rick, or sorry, not uh, Brendan Fraser's character, Rick, mm-hmm. uh, he he just treats Benny like a lower class citizen. He's like a total piece of shit. So Love the, it. The quote is, "You're in her seat now." <laughs> and then Benny, and Benny just gets like up and uh, sheepishly and, walks out. Yeah, Evie comes in like he's trying and to, and Evie just comes in and nice. she's just like, uh, I don't know what's going on, and yeah. she just sits down. Look what I found. Yeah. Brendan's in <laughs> love with that girl. She's it's, the worst. It's wholesome. It's beautiful. She's One of you said beautiful. He's a, he has an attractive voice, Rachel, I but he does. What about it? I don't know. The way he talks is like kind of like. He's a man's man. Like, if I closed my eyes, I'd think he was good looking. It was his lips that ruined it for you? Yeah. <laughs> this was racial throughout the movie. He's like, no, that mummy is a big butt. It's like, oh, Brendan Fraser has, like, he's got lip injections or something. And it's like. Yeah, the yeah, mummy yeah. also was Which bald, yeah, had no six bald, pack. No yeah, six oh, yeah, pack. the mummy, t- he's not built. The lack of the six pack is what really did it. There's a lot of, like, I mean, yeah, it, physical it did. critiques. Her eyebrows are too. I don't, I don't mind it. He looks scary as fuck to me. Oh, yeah. You are, I have a favorite quote as well. It's from Rachel. 
she Rachel says, yes. That's Earth not my last says, name. Sorry. I would have said the same thing. Congratulations. I'm her best friend. <laughs> um, she says, they're not by water, so why is there sand? When did she say <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> in reference to the Sahara Desert and uh wait wait Ra- Ra- she, uh, our Rachel said that <laughs> yes yes Rachel with two A's yes Rachel Rachel we were talking about wow. why deserts exist because of and, water okay and, no that's what I'm saying water and, like no, has to like break down the rocks not and, wa- and they're shit. not by water why sand? <laughs> is that I, not true? And look, I don't know the answer. Uh, it's like a beach I just without love any the water. Question. And so I wrote it down. What's, thank you so much because you know, honestly, in that moment, it didn't feel like a blonde moment, but, but like you repeating it sounds. I don't. Sodom. But I'm telling you, I don't know the answer. <laughs> For the record, she's blonde. I just wouldn't have asked. I mean, now I feel like we need to look at, like, I thought that water is what erodes rock enough to become sand. I thought this wasn't a geology podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to know, though. Any other... Someone uh, write in. I I would love to know as well, because uh, I I gave a bullshit answer for sure. Uh, You know what? I have one more uh, call out. The best kill of the movie for Mm. me. Mm. A kill that made me... Applaud, and Roxanne knows (laughs) it. Roxanne, do you want to No, no, go right ahead. I love your delivery. So... (laughs) We finally, after an hour, after the stinky guy dies by Scarab, we finally get to see another Scarab kill in the making. And Jonathan, our hero, our our goofy hero. guy who's gonna he's the he's brother. gonna survive it all because he's so goofy, he gets a scarab under his skin and we're like, Oh shit, Jonathan's dead. But no, <laughs> not while Brendan Fraser's on the scene. Brendan Fraser stabs a knife into Jonathan's shoulder. Flicks out the scarab out of from under his skin. It falls onto the ground, and what does Brendan Fraser do then? He what doesn't does he stop. Do? He doesn't stop. He pulls out a pistol. He shoots the thing. <laughs> it explodes in the sand. Perfect. What's the answer to ancient magic? Guns. Yes. <laughs> America. There was, great, there was a great standoff with like forty guns in in the scene as well. Just so it, they it's just a big, throw around their guns in this movie. Also, you know, as much as they didn't care about non-Americans, they also made fun of Americans in this a movie. Lot. So oh, that's yeah. that's what I. Do you appreciate. think it's unintentional comedy though? At this point in time, <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't know. I, no, all no, the guns at each other. I think it was, no was for sure intentional. Oh okay. yeah, like, this cowboy? movie knew it was going over the top. Yeah, and every every character is a stereotype of whatever nationality yeah. they are. Yeah. I I have two favorite quotes. One is uh, the close up of the guy. He's like the guy's like you must not read from the book, uh, and he's covered with with um. Oh, the priest. Yeah, he's he's covered with uh, locusts. Oh and yeah, as soon yeah. As the, and it's just a very serious close up, and he's he's like, "What have we done?" <laughs> and it's so dramatic. He's like coddling the like book, and he's just like yeah, he's like, like he's he has bugs all over him. <laughs> And, and it's, well, and also he was part of like the group that was there to like rob the fucking grave. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and all of a sudden he cares. Yeah, all yeah. of a sudden he's like, oh god, what have we done? He had well, his doubts, also, man. My question is, why was he trying to get it to open when you're not supposed to read it? Like, what is that leading to? Yeah, why are you gonna know. open a book that you know you shouldn't read, read from? Read it yeah, in your he head. Was just, he was he was just trying, trying to open it, it. And, yeah. and then all the of a key. sudden, you must not. If any of the five of us open an ancient cursed text, well, whether he you wasn't believe gonna, it or he not, wasn't dumb enough to read it out loud. What, exactly. I mean, true, but like, whether you believe in it or not, if you're gonna read it, read it in your head first. <laughs> Please. See what happens then. Read it in your head. Yeah. If it says the bad guys are gonna come to life and kill everybody, keep it in your head. Don't and read then it out loud. Store that in there yeah. and forget about it. 
Yes, exactly. Put it deep Put down. it over where like the geology and the geography facts are. And that's all I have to say about the Would you come up with Rachel? Anything? Oh, I you did. For quotes? I, I li- no, I was looking up Geography. the Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you figure out? Did you find out how deserts were? I want you. Sand? I want to just read this quote real quick. Okay. Um, scientists usually call it poor parameter parameterization. Oh my goodness. Hmm. Of the data, right? Said, which is to say that we have no idea what we're missing here, but something's wrong. They literally don't know why the Sahara is the way <gasps> it is. They know it used to be green. Wow. And it's not green anymore. Kinda and it like happened really quickly. You guys, it's because wow. the mummy came and killed all the crops. And yeah, well, Rachel's just asking the questions that, everyone, that we didn't I, know to ask. Honestly, I might wow. as well be a scientist. So yes. <laughs> in like the, the fertile crescent that is supposed to be like where humans came from, was like, it's known as the fertile crescent. It was beautiful, it had lush, all kinds of greens. The Garden but of that's Eve. That's supposed to be somewhere in between like Jordan and Kuwait. Over in like kind of north and west of Saudi Arabia. And like that's all wasteland now, you know, and and it pretty much just like all the way through from Morocco through Saudi Arabia is now all desert, even though that Uh. used to be known as like green fertile land. So global warming is this thing. Well, but but, but also like when when Jesus was down near the Sahara, it was desert then. Mm-hmm. So two thousand years ago, Jesus went, you know, forty days and forty nights through the desert. Yeah, this was like ten thousand years ago. Well, uh, it's, it's probably about like six and a half. Thousand I remember Pangaean. TBT the, to the, Pangaea. The whole <laughs> am I right? thing with the Egyptians. <laughs> Pangaea. Post your Pangaea pics. Throwback Thursday. Okay. So yeah. Pangaea goes way further back. <laughs> Pangaea. But I mean, there, so there was back. an ocean that like. There was enough. There was a sea. There was another sea that was near the Sahara, and then it dried up because of the shifting of te- tectonic plates. But they said that's not enough. They don't know what else occurred. Darude's sandstorm is my favorite tectonic plate. So this, <laughs> the subject of this um, this podcast is now a geography <laughs> podcast. This is uh, your father's favorite but geography lesson. <laughs> Here's one last trivia before we do uh, ratings. Uh, so you know the scene where um, Benny is trying to get a camel to move and. He can't. Uh, it can't. That camel is not acting. It would yeah. not move. No, uh, all the camels for some reason hated him in particular. Because <laughs> the they could tell he's he's a really that's good what, actor that's and what he was the giving that aura. Said. That's of a hilarious. Weasel. I thought he was George of the Jungle. What the fuck? No, 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 Benny. no Benny. Not Brendan. Not Rick. Kevin O'Connor. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Benny. Wait, that's yeah. funny. Brendan Fraser, Benny. of course, could command a camel. My bad. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. Could. I uh, hope that no camels went to the hospital when these 15 <gasps> crew yeah. members went to the hospital. Does Elton no, John just, just also struggle beings. with commanding camels? Commanding He's like, camels. Benny. Benny. We do uh, two ratings. Commanding camels. The first one is uh, uh, if you are to pick like the best movie for the Academy Award, how would you rate the movie? The other one is like, how much did I have fun watching the movie? So, uh, two scores. Who wants to go first? How good was it, and how great was it? <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be a hard one for me. Honestly, I'll go last. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll go second to last. I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Critically, this movie was not trying to be a good movie. It knew that it was being you know fun and games. It was kind of making fun of itself. Uh, so it's hard to give it a good critical score, but I'll give it a, a six because it, it, it was better than average. It knew what it was doing. Um, 
and uh, they it was did what they were trying to do. Yeah, it was, and and I think it was really well cast. I think everyone in their roles did exactly the job that they were supposed to be doing for that role. And so I think it's it's a good movie. It's a timeless movie. It's it has this renaissance right now. Uh, Entertainment wise, you know, I've seen this movie recently, and I still had a bunch of fun watching it with a new crew, especially like someone who has never seen it before. I think it just makes it even more fun. So I had about a nine's worth of fun times watching the movie. So I'll say six and nine. I think that like really six just means nine. that we're fun now. <laughs> now that the movie's good. <laughs> uh, all right, so I, I guess I'll go second. Um, I think on a critical standpoint, I mean, I want to give it. I want to give it a three. It's just. It's just not good. There's so many plot holes. Uh, it's magic. It's Chase. not gonna win an Academy Award, <laughs> it, and it didn't. Right? It was nominated. It was nominated for, it was nominated for the best sound. sound. How many Academy Awards have you been nominated good. for? The sound was good. Uh, I don't know. There wasn't a lot there for me from a cinematic standpoint, uh, particularly, you know, twenty years later. So I'm, I'm gonna give it a three. I don't really feel good about that, but I'm just trying to be honest. You know. Uh, as far as enjoyment <laughs> score, I'm probably only going to give it a five. Whoa. Damn. Whoa. That's where it hurts more. Uh, yeah. Chasing nothing watching I mean, it's like, I, I like this movie as a kid. Uh, watching it as an adult, it's the type of movie that you put on and you walk into the other room and you ignore the movie. Because mm. it's yes. Just, it's just not very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going three and five. Those are my scores. That was sad. Okay, I will go next because I agree. <laughs> I, w- I would say, like, I would go, like, a three or a four. And the thing is, is, like, I would go even lower except for movies like Sharknado exist. So, like, so there is work. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is, like, are you are you doing it on, like, every single movie ever? Or are you doing it on, yeah, like, like, the Mummy 2 exists. So you gotta, right. <laughs> you I gotta know? give it a little boost. It's well, like a the three. The critical is every movie of all time. Every movie of all time. Right. So, yeah. like, shark, things like Sharknado exist. Oh, my God. Which yeah. Are probably well, then, worse. Damn, that's sad that you gave it a three then. Yeah, it was bad. It's pretty bad. Um, but then, yeah, the level of enjoyment of watching it. I agree. It's the type of movie that you'd put on and then leave the room because I am still is, putting it on. Yeah, but this is <laughs> the first time I've ever seen this movie and we legitimately basically talked through like half of it and at no point was i i do not like talking through movies that i'm thoroughly interested in so uh, that's how interested in this movie i burn. was yeah yeah mm-hmm. so so so, so for your critical score as, as and your entertainment score what do you got um i will give it a, a critical score of a um a three also and then for the enjoyment i'll give it a don't be scared yeah Beep. Tell, Do what does it. your heart say? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I probably like a. Well, I had fun with you guys, but so I'd probably say like a six. For for but, for but being okay, fun with you guys, but not based on us though. Okay, if you yeah, guys, it's, if it's, I watched it's a it, movie, we're not yeah. taking it. If I watched yeah. it by myself, great time, and no one else was there. Exactly. Four. There you go. Which so that's the score that you're giving? Three and yes. four. Three, Three and four. four. Whew. Sorry. No, okay, critically, right. critically, that makes a lot of sense because this shit is not won in any awards. I'd give it like, see, then I can't do it off of um, my heart on this one. So <gasps> I give it a four. I give well, it a four. So, so don't let us influence you. No, 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 no. Like, so like, no, no. I don't like, think we're, this we're movie. We're outweighing you. Right? Oh no, no, no. So, like, I'm not saying this movie. Want, no, 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 that's that's the critical. But like enjoyment, it's a nine. Okay. <laughs> I love so, it. So four and nine. Yeah, right. I, I can get behind this that. This movie was yeah. so much fun. Like. 
personally, I think it just also has like my whole like childhood too tied to it. But like, I totally. still love it. And it's like classic stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, I love this movie. But yeah, don't worry. Y'all are wrong, but like, it's okay. <laughs> I feel like that's how I feel like yeah. if we watch Revenge of the Sith, I'd, exactly. if you gave it I a bad rating, like, I'd be like, you're just fucking wrong. Yeah, uh. but it's okay. Anakin Skywalker. So uh, only Jake love. is left. Only Jake. Welcome to my only Jakes. Uh, this is <laughs> my review. All right, critically, I think this film had some CGI issues, which weren't issues yet when it came out. So I don't know if I can score those, right? Because right. it was just like in, in these the are fucking 1999, mummies. it was the asset yeah. of the yeah. movie. I think the structure was solid. I think there were a lot of twists and turns. I think it was a very good action movie with a cool cast of unique heroes, and especially at the forefront of all of it, a female protagonist, which really carried the story all the way through to the end. So I will say they get a seven critically from wow. this white boy. Wow. Highest. Then, Highest. Uh, for my personal enjoyment, I was really afraid of this. I saw like a part of it on like TNT as a kid. I was like, what the fuck are these Beatles doing? They're going to kill this, me yeah. specifically in my sleep. And uh, and then when I actually finally got around to watching it, I really enjoyed the charm and the... Uh, it is very charming. It's very charming. And like I've said a hundred times, the romance of it, because every every action movie should emulate this amount of, like, Brendan Fraser... He really puts himself out there, and he really does a good job of being like, hey, look, I'm here, but I'm here for you. Yeah, I wanted to kiss him. Yeah, and and I think that, <laughs> I think that finally, when the kiss occurs in this movie, it actually makes sense, which yeah. is a rarity that I will appreciate until the day I uh, don't watch them on me again. And so... <laughs> It's a tomorrow. I'll give it a what did I give it a seven for critical? I'll give yeah. it an eight for personal enjoyment. Okay, it's that's pretty well rounded. You know, diverse Across rating. You're right though. I mean, I feel like like even the newest um, Top Gun, they just like threw in a romance. Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. I mean, that's yeah. what they do with all like action movies. Oh no, it's yeah. not. Yeah, the chemistry was great in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Frazier and Rachel. It was carried Weiss, throughout. Weiss. This. They never forgot about it. There yeah. was an action sequence, and he slowed down to make sure she gets off the horse and continues and he's going to be behind her and not that like well, so jake there is a they, they do have a kiss before that yeah yeah the, yeah. the but weird that kiss was like, but that was kind of rapey she's and weird in power but she's of, still yeah. into it i'm getting <laughs> nods from rachel yeah uh, i mean yeah there was a moment where i was like why is he touching her but that's also yeah. like it's like the weird part of like not ever watching it like i'm like oh it turns into this whole thing so i'm like oh, that's not weird but i'm like no that is weird if you're well never in the seen 90s it, it wasn't weird but i, I really mean, a lot do of shit think, you're right i really do 90s, think that 80s. rachel wise was the carrying force of this film mm-hmm. without her the plot doesn't happen without her the solution doesn't happen true yeah i think she was great i think everyone in the She's movie what who was the weak actor in the movie was there any Ooh. Uh, the, probably the Jonathan. The no, brother. no, no. The brunette American. What did he add? Nothing. The glasses. Oh, the, guy? the glasses. No, no, no. Guy? Brunette. Um, exactly. Oh, the guy. Don't even know. The glasses oh, yeah, guy yeah. added something. He got his. The whole one thing who died of the drought. Yeah. So it was oh, just yeah. like oh, here. Yeah. I think yeah. every actor played too. their role perfectly. Yeah. Well. Any other final thoughts or uh, 
So uh, that was The Mummy. This is a movie that is having, I mean, everyone except for Rachel seems to have seen it multiple times throughout their lives. It's having sort of a, you know, a comeback renaissance. Is it your this father's is favorite movie? Is it your family's favorite movie? It, should I go back and read that, that uh, quote that I had written? Sure. Uh, where, where was that? Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> this was the opening I had written uh, for this episode. Welcome to a special episode of your father's favorite movies oh. entitled Our Favorite Movies, where we give you a stale perspective on a movie everybody's already familiar with. Well, I don't like that way to send it out, because I actually it's, like this movie a lot. It's kind of like what we normally say, but I just shifted a couple <laughs> things to, to yeah, show the hate I, in my heart. Well, Chase all right, had you low can, scores. Don't I mean, listen to Chase. <laughs> Yeah, don't listen to Chase. He is a cynic. I've said this all night. <laughs> we don't have to agree on every movie. This but is a weirdly feminist movie that shouldn't be feminist, but it's feminist. I feel yeah. like this movie will now be on so often on accident. Like, did anybody see the Tom Cruise one? Did anybody see the Tom Cruise one? Nor will I. But um, no, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. But Brendan Fraser has a whole community, and they protested when they made a movie, a mummy movie, without him. And, uh, I, and also, uh, I've, I've thrown my full support behind Brendan Fraser. I think <laughs> he's, got a he's lovely. Story. He's great. Yeah. And it's dark, and I'm full Twisty. of terrors. Well, he's going to be in a Martin Scorsese movie coming up, so props wow. to Brendan Fraser. I love happy you, Brendan. Sweet boy. I like how you're uh, promoing it. Love you, like Brendan. You, like Kai, Kai worked <laughs> on this I'm, movie. Brendan's yeah. on the show next week. <laughs> yeah, we're getting him on the show. We're gonna watch something. We're gonna like watch that. the Mummy Returns. Yeah, what was the movies you threw out for next week? Uh, There's like seven. There's seven. Evil Dead, which actually would be good. Star uh, Wars, especially if we had Brendan Fraser on. Hey, I want to tell you guys real quick about this podcast idea I had. So Chase and I were gonna watch movies, and then we're gonna decide where the song "Duel of the Fates" would go best in that movie. Yeah, and then we decide where to put five. Bitches into the movie. Well, well, not necessarily just five, but like, uh, like, like bitches. Like, as like in when girls can you? Or bitches as in the word bitch. The word bitch. You know, so, like, like oh. when can you add the word bitch to the dialogue to improve the dialogue? Oh, that's fun. You know, huh. so it's bitch. like, like normally it's like, uh, get to the chopper, but instead it's like, get to the chopper, bitch. So, like in this ah. movie, where would Duel of the Fates have come in? Like, I don't know where you with Winston. Oh, uh, for sure when they make the uh, the mummy reanimate at the very beginning. But no, it's not the very beginning. Oh, but it's like a halfway when he the movie. first shows up. I mean, when, yeah, when they pull him out of the sarcophagus and uh, she reads out of the, the black book. Like, oh, and then the locusts first show up. Yeah, 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 yeah there you go. And then, and then he says, "You can't read from the book, bitch." <laughs> that, yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Got her. Yep. See, so that's a that's something we've been working on. Oh, on but the you side. couldn't. Stay tuned. Because it. it It'll be it'll be a YouTube clip yeah. thing though. It won't be a pod, no, full pod. Yeah. All right, we should probably wrap it up. Good night. All right, <laughs> thanks for listening. See you next week. This Love is you, Chase with your father's favorite movies. Do you have a theme song? Father's favorite movie. Uh, we play the, the, the song. Oh, cute.